Well, before we start this episode, I want to uh, list uh, some of the sponsors that helped us provide this. Uh, we've got Jeff Shipley, who's running for a house seat in Van Buren, Jefferson, and ha uh, the southern half of Henry County. We've got Helena Hayes. She's running for half of Mahaska County, Keokuk County, and a couple northern tier counties or townships in Jefferson County. We've got Helmuth Ford of Sigourney, Iowa, Washington Discount Tires. Beyond Beautiful Benches, Richland, Iowa, Smithburg, Auto, Fairfield, Iowa, LC's Kitchen.net, author John Bain, who's written the book Christie's Jury, The Beat Goes On, that's available anywhere books are sold, his Facebook page, and The Village on the Square in Washington, Iowa. Jefferson County Real Estate, Jeff Alexander, and Corwin Henshaw, Henshaw Trailer Sales. Uh, we're on Patreon, so you can get you, we have a merch store, you can get coffee cups or t-shirts to wear to the ball games uh, or drink coffee while you're listening to Round Guy Radio. But uh, we've got a great week of, of, uh, of shows for you, so thanks for listening and on with the show. Welcome back to Round Guy Radio and it's Wednesday, so it must be Beat the Round Guy. This is the week seven actually yeah i mean it's been a been a long season but it seems to go by pretty fast hasn't it scotty you are kidding man it's like uh when you do this one game a week thing uh you wait all week it seems to take forever friday gets here and then it's over and I, i'm telling you they pile up fast yeah and then it just all the actions so much actions in in such a short period of time but uh we might as well scotty's uh uh, we've been kind of keeping him late for work, so we're going to go through this a little quicker than normal. But uh, you got some games picked out we can uh, kind of shoot rifle through yeah. today? There's, there's a pretty decent list. Ain't quite as big as some of the ones we've had previous to this, but uh, that's just because some of, some of the things have gotten sorted out, you know, as we're getting later in the season, and some games just don't have the luster. And there's a few on this list that don't, but we're going to start right in with the ones that do. I'm going to go number one with the one you're going to. Central Decatur, the Cardinals, sitting at four and two, traveling to the Snake Pit. Sigourney Kyoto sitting at four and two. This turns out to be kind of a, a battle for district supremacy here. What do you got there? Well, uh, I, I like Sigourney Kyoto. Uh, the Cobras are at home. They're rolling. Um, I, I don't think uh, I don't think Decatur has uh, Central Decatur has played as tough a schedule, uh, but. I think they're dangerous. I think this is a great game, and they got a shot at it here. So, uh, but whoever wins, it's going to be in the driver's seat for sure. And uh, I, I may not actually be there, Scott. Uh, I've got okay. this new idea uh, to do what I call a wrap-up show, and I'm going to have someone from there call me, and have you call me, and have Andy call me, and maybe have Ryan call me, and Jacob call me with quick hits about five minutes about the game they're at, maybe the preview, I can put that all together from home. But uh, okay. I just, when I go to games, I miss so many other games, and then I'll probably be busy, and I won't even see as much of the game as I would. But, you know, Ryan Timmerman goes to game, Matt Meeks goes to games, you go to games, um, you know, Andy and, and Hunter go to games. You know, I think uh, somebody has to kind of centrally coordinate all this stuff, so. I, and I, like I said, I got four TVs I can watch games on, plus two other devices, so I can really keep it all going. So, yeah, with 
the streaming that so many of these schools are doing now that it makes sense for uh, those covering it. You do like to be there live, you know, and that's an, that's an experience that I'm never going to give up personally, but um, to get more eyes on, on more games, that's really the only way to do it. Yeah. Plus like I say, I, I'll, I'll be watching Sigourney and I'm not saying a hundred percent for sure. I might go over there early and get some yeah. interviews or something, you know, but uh, uh, some of this is kind of hard on the family too. You know what I mean? And you're gone all the time. Oh, yeah, I uh, I take uh, a lot of my evenings doing research for that. You know, I, I get it. It's uh, you got some road tripping, and that's kind of the thing that's kept me from going to the Snake Pit so far this year. We'll see what happens come playoff time, though. Uh, I get a little bit more uh, excited when that starts. And, and some of these my- places that do have internet, it's going to make us. And we're we're definitely going to be in Columbus next week, I think. Uh, uh, but Columbus makes a lot of sense. Uh, it's it's going to be a huge game for me. It's great because it's not. It's just a few minutes away. Well, if you don't, if you're upset, I haven't had Audubon on. Believe me, I've tried. I've tried every way I can try. I just can't. They get are, uh, they're they're shaping up to have a pretty fine season despite all the graduation losses. But uh, well, I'll get back to to ours. I I've got uh, two that I think you probably tapped as uh, the number one uh, you know round guy games of the week, one sense or another, and that one's the Central Decatur and the Sigourney Kyoto one. I too am going to go with the Cobras at home. We've already seen what they can do against a, a Pella Christian coming in that was number right. one ranked. This ain't going to be walk in the park, though. I looked through Central Decatur's schedule. Uh, not any real super heavy hitters on their schedule, but they're very much like Sigurd and Kyoto, where they started kind of kind of slow, and they've been they've really been uh, running away like a freight train lately. So uh, this will be a good matchup for the Cobras and, and a good tune-up for uh, playoffs. But I got the Cobras at home. Yeah, I, I, yeah, but it's going to be a good game, real good game. So. Well, what else we got? All right, the number two one. Uh, this is the one I'm going to be at. Uh, and you could probably slate it as the number one game of the week as well. Uh, Winfield Mount Union at five and two, fighting for their playoff lives because of a, a little hitch in their schedule where they were beat up and dropped a couple of games that I think a lot of us thought they would have won. Uh, they're traveling over to Waco, their friendly rival neighbors uh, just down the road, 15 minutes away, who are sitting at seven and zero atop the district. Atop the uh, polls are really close anyway, uh, number two in most of them. And uh, this this game has everything you want. There, there's major – it may in a way have more intrigue than we all thought coming into the season because I think a lot of people, myself included, had this pegged as a district championship game most likely. It hasn't shaken out that way. But with Winfield Mount Union fighting so hard to stay alive for playoffs, it, it may add just another level of intensity to the game that uh, – wouldn't have previously been there if they were both undefeated. Yeah, well, you got it. Who do you got in this one? Well, I mean, I picked Waco every single game, and they won every single game. You know, and uh, hard to break the record. I, I think Winfield's. You know, unless unless they're playing like that Rims and St. Mary's or something, I wouldn't even. You know, I, I just can't even question it. I, they're. The, the level of talent there is just just unbeatable. Although, you know, Winfield Mount Union is excellent too. I mean, um, but I'm going to give the edge to Waco. They're home. They're number two in the state for a reason. Yeah, uh, this this one's tough for me to pick. I you know I'm, I'm inclined to stay neutral because I love both of these teams so much. Um, the kids on them and the coaching staff. So I just just have a lot of love for both of these programs. 
I think if I'm going to make a pick, though, I will stay with the Warriors also, and it simply boils down to their home and their depth. And Winfield Mountain Union's got athletes that are as good as anybody Waco has, you know, which is high, high praise because Waco's got some of the best in the state. So we're going to see a clash of two teams that are super talented, but one has more bodies. One's got a little more experience. Um, Waco's best players are seniors. Winfield Mountain Union's best players are junior and uh, sophomore. So that bodes real well for them next year, and that's, that's the year I have pegged as the year of the wolf. Well, um, no, no team is going to come. No, no team uh, uh, Waco's played so far is going to come out of this hard. You know, this is a big deal built for them. They're going to give, you know, uh, they're going to see uh, uh, Winfield Mount Union's best. And I think Winfield Mount Union is healthy. And uh, we'll see. You know, they got a lot. <laughs> they got a lot of explosive power. They do. And they've got so much to play for. Um, that's going to drive them pretty hard. I think this game is going to be like last year's Waco New London game. And I don't mean a seven to nothing score. I mean, the intensity of the competition and the competitive level uh, that we'll see between these two teams will rival that game last year. I think this is Waco's uh, well for both teams. I think especially Waco those because they're undefeated. This is going to be their, their biggest test of the regular season right here. Moving on, we've got uh, this one has big Im implications for playoffs also in this eight player district. Lone Tree sitting at three and three, getting into the meat of their schedule. We're seeing what they're made of now. Uh, and they have had some good showings, even in losses, but they traveled to four and three New London, who's looking really good. What do you think? Well, uh, this would be a big favor for Winfield Mount Union if Lone Tree could do it. They look pretty good. Uh, uh, they're having a good season. They look like they got a lot of talent over there, but uh, uh, New London uh, is probably going to be too much for them. Yeah, I agree. I think New London's just got a little bit too much talent and experience for Lone Tree. Um, however, this is no give me. Uh, I've seen New London in person a couple times. As talented as they are, they've got some discipline issues, a lot of penalties. Um, they have games where they seem to not show up and, and have their head in the game as much as their coaches would probably like to see. Uh, but, you know, last week they sure had it together. So if they continue that, they, they should win at home, no problem. Now yeah, I'm going to go with the Tigers, but it's going to be tough. They really impressed me with that Iowa Valley win. I mean, they, yeah, that, that was a big win against a big team, and, and I think they're pretty solid number two team in that. Did yeah, you? I'm going to have to agree with you on that. And I know the capability is there, uh, and now is the time to put it together. So – they're probably going to do that uh, if I had to <laughs> make a make a guess. So I'm going to go with the Tigers at home over the Lions. Next up is a game in the in the same district that doesn't have a ton of luster, but because both these teams are trying to build, I uh, threw it in here anyway. Tri County one and five travels to English Valley's one and five. Who's going to get the two wins here? You think? Well, I heard that Tri County had a, a super talented quarterback. Uh... And he was had a pretty having a pretty good season, but I heard he broke his leg, and I don't know if he's yeah. going to play. Do you know he is he going to play? I would assume not. A broken leg generally that's that's your yeah. Your I mean, I, I don't. I, I would think he's uh, if he's out, it's going to be tough sled. And I've seen a little bit of that English Valley. I, I think they're. Uh, I, I'm going to give them the edge in this game. I'm going to go with you. I think the Bears, um, despite their record, are a lot better than what that record shows. I think they've been competitive and physical. I mean, that's what every coach I've heard talk about them say. 
I think Tri-County's on the upswing. Um, injuries are not going to help, though, especially to, you know, your star player. So that's going to give them a tough hill to climb. So I'll go with the Bears at home in this one, too. Next is uh, another one that doesn't have a ton of luster, but you know I got to include it. Columbus Wildcats, 6-0, and trying to move to 7-0. and They go to a 1-5 and North Cedar team that is getting better. But uh, for me, not on the level of the Wildcats. <laughs> uh, I probably don't need to ask, but who do you got in this one? Well, North Cedar uh, won a, a, must have won a game recently, maybe last week. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who they beat. Uh, it was, it was um, boy, I can't remember now. I but, don't know. Uh, It'll be like 100 to nothing or something like that for Columbus, I guess. Well, if you run uh, Caden Amagon 20-plus times, I'm sure it would get to that. But uh, – that probably won't happen, but uh, I do see another lopsided victory for Columbus. And uh, they should be riding high heading into that big showdown with Albernet in a, a week later. Their their starters might have might be taking showers after the first quarter. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, North Cedar don't got nothing to handle this. That's for sure. They don't, but uh, they'll play hard. They're at home. Um, you know, the one thing Columbus will have to learn, if they haven't already, when, when you're undefeated this late in the year, you're going to take everybody's best shot. So there isn't any uh, – you can't let down. You certainly can't let down. Well, I hope it's not North Cedar's homecoming because Columbus has a habit of just ruining your homecoming. Yeah, they, they do have a penchant for doing that. I think that goes back to what you said about their reputation coming into this year. You know, schedule Columbus for your, for your homecoming. Well, that hasn't worked out too good so far this yeah. year. Okay, Wapolo, same district. Wapolo, three and three. They've looked pretty sharp lately, uh, but they're traveling to the five and one and state ranked Alvernet Pirates. Who do you think's uh, going to come out on top here? Well, you, you'd like Wapolo to get this one, you know, just take all the yeah. pressure off of the 10 game. Uh, I give them a little bit of a chance. I don't understand Wapolo. One game, they, they get beat up pretty bad, and, and you don't think they're they're all that good. The next game, they, they whoop some ass and, uh, it's just win one, lose one all, all, all year long. Uh, is it is it the win cycle or the lose cycle this week? They're a head scratcher. You know, and I had picked them to win this district based on uh, especially the fact they got Jake Gustafson, who I kind of had pegged for maybe the, the district's top, uh, you know, um, stats guy. And he's up there, but he has dealt with injuries. They've got a big lineman, I think, that uh, gets some looks from college that's that's out, I think, for the rest of the year. So they've dealt with some injury stuff, but uh, hell, I'll pick Wapolo. What what difference does it make? Right. Um, I'm going to pick Albernet at home. You know me and my smart money pick. I'll pick Albernet at home, but I, I hope Wapolo uh, bruises them up a little bit, softens them up for our Wildcats uh, for that Week Eight matchup that's coming. All right. Next, Pekin two and four. They travel to Bell Plain, who is three and three. And I know nothing about Bell Plain. They are not uh, a district uh, opponent. So this is a non-district game for Pekin. Good chance for them to get a third win on the season, I think. Uh, but they are on the road. Well, they're fantastic at home and they struggle on the road. So I'll, uh, I'll have to go with Bell Plain. All right. Uh, I don't think that's a, a bad pick. But I'm going to go with the Panthers because I think they have the ability. I thought they looked pretty darn good on the film I've seen. Uh, despite the record. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Pekin. I'm going to be a homer. Go there you go. There you go, Scotty. I love you for it. So next up is a huge district matchup in Class 1A. Iowa City, Regina, 4-2. Um, 
traveling to West Branch, who's undefeated and ranked one or three, depending on the poll you're looking at. Yeah, well, West Branch is going to roll like a freight train. Yeah, I got West Branch at home. I feel like uh, this is one of those games that... Uh, we got a guy at this game, you know that? What's that? We got someone at this game, and it's Matt Meek. Yeah, Matt's going to this game. I can't wait to hear the uh, bird's eye report that he'll have on this West Branch team. And Regina, too. Regina's got some good some good talent. But I, I just think the Bears will be too much. I think they're too much for about anybody until they get to the Dome this year. I'm going to ask Matt Meek what he thinks of this uh, uh, Liberty-Fort Madison matchup, too, when I talk to him. That, that one's definitely on the list down uh, down when we get to the big schools here because that's that's a huge one. Uh, next up in the in the littler schools though in that same district you could pick a game of the week out of pretty much every week. Durant at five and one reeling from that loss to West Branch last week travels to Minneapolis who's also five and one and getting uh, some state rank love at uh, the number ten spot. I'm going with Meepo. Me too. Meepo at home. I think they had a Despite what I heard uh, was a kind of a wonky week of practice, uh, I think they had a better showing against West Branch, and I, I just don't think Durant matches up well with them. So I'm going with the Bulldogs at home. I think, oddly, their game against West Branch is what pushed them into the top ten. You know, with with a lot of voters, uh, uh, I think compared to everybody else, Meepo looked pretty good against West Branch, and uh, it it's hard to do because they're they're the best team. In Iowa, I think, at least at this level. I think so, too. Uh, uh, you know, and, and we won't know for sure until the things get sorted out in the playoffs, but I'll be shocked if we don't see them in Cedar Falls uh, in the semifinals here down the road, if not the state championship. Uh, next up, this one um, is huge because Van Buren is got to have this game uh, Friday night to stay alive for the playoffs, I think. They're three and three. They're still in the four spot in their district, but they have to travel to Pleasantville, who's two and four. I think this will be a competitive game. Um, who do you got in this one? Well, uh, since I'm pulling for Van Buren, I'm going to pick Van Buren. Um, uh, Central Decatur really impressed me with their shellacking of Van Buren. Uh, yeah, they they they, uh, they have a little momentum coming into the Snake Pit there. Uh, because I, I'm liking Van Buren, uh, Pleasant Valley uh, or Pleasantville. There, they, they, all I know is is Sigourney beat them pretty good. So uh, um, it's going to be a tough game for them, but uh, I'll go with my heartstrings and, and pick Van Buren. I'm going to do the same. I'm going to go with the Warriors. I know it's going to be tough going on the road to that uh, that Pleasantville uh, team that's probably on par with them. Um, I feel like it's going to be a fairly even match, but uh, Van Buren's got that, you know, like I said, playoffs hanging on by a thread here. Uh, I think that'll drive them to victory. So I'm going to go with the Warriors on the road. And I hope you guys win that. That'll be great for, for you. And then I hope you have a better matchup next week too. So. Well, they got Sigourney Kyoto to finish. So well, like I said, that ain't going to happen, man. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, I, I Go out, there, go, out there, go out there and get this one done, Van Buren, and yeah. and uh, I think you'll you'll that'll be enough to get you there. I, I took a quick look at the standings in that district, and it looked to me like whoever wins this game's probably locked in at the number four spot. So Van Buren's got to have it. So it's a playoff game right there. 
Yeah, basically. And and there's probably a lot of that going on in the state, to be honest. Yeah. Next game, uh, not a ton of luster as far as, uh, you know, wins between the two teams, but winless Eddieville, Blakesburg, Fremont is going down to Central Lee, Ooh. who is two and four, but uh, has a great opportunity here to ring that victory bell at home and get a third win, which to me is huge when you hadn't won a game in a couple of seasons or whatever. To, to not only win one, but to, to move to a three-win season. That's a big step. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Hawks at home. Who do you got? Well, I'm going to be talking to their coach at 2 o'clock today. Um, oh, I can't wait. Uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, the first time they beat Albia, I didn't see much of the game, and I kind of thought it could have been a fluke, you know, because Albia wasn't – I mean, as Cardinal, wasn't playing very good. Right. And, and uh, But then I got to see him play uh, – play Davis County and they look really good Scott I mean they look like they could you know give about anybody a, a run and and uh, uh, I'm centrally all the way in this game I am too and I think you know from the highlights I've seen of Eddieville Blakesburg um, they've got some some talent they've got some players they they're coming nice on things. the last couple of games I'll give them that you know and their offense yeah. is they, they've got some talent and uh, it'd be a good game for them but uh, uh, this central East year I think so too. I think uh, I think the Rockets have a have a punch and chance in this game. But Central Lee being at home, I believe their two wins have come on the road uh, mm-hmm. so far, and I think they'd really like to ring that bell after a home victory. And this one's setting up for it. I think they'll be super hungry and super driven to get this win at home, and I think they're going to do it. They're going to turn that into Liberty Bell, with a big crack in it as many times as they yeah, whack that thing. It, I would not doubt that a bit. They're going to be hammered on that thing if they get this win. I think they've, they've, they've got every every chance to do it. So uh, I hope they do it, uh, get that third win. That's huge. Um, it'd be huge for them. I love schools like Central League when they start to win. Don't you? Yeah, I do. Uh, that's why I think I've jumped so hard on the Columbus train. It's not just because I know, uh, you know some folks over there, but after 25 years you know, of a, what used to be a proud football community, to see them jump out of the basement, climb up, and and then do what they're doing, it's great. But even for like a central lead, they're they're probably not going to the playoffs. But you know, when you've been down that long, it is a big deal to get some wins. And if good if, form, if they've got, I don't know whether their wins were, were were in their conference or not. But if they got a couple wins in the conference and they get a third one, they might go to the playoffs. Yeah, I haven't looked at the standings. Um, they could be alive uh, yet for that. And that would be boy, that'd be something, wouldn't it? Would be. Moving on to a, a game that does have some major luster, I think. Uh, the Mid Prairie Golden Hawks travel to Centerville. Both teams four and two. I think this is a pretty big game. I think both teams will get into the playoffs. I just think this is a uh, you know which which spot do you want? You you know the winner's going to get a higher seat. Well, it looks like maybe that Davis County win might have been in the conference, but it isn't updated there. So. Uh. But we'll see. Maybe we'll get a second one this week. Well, what else we got? Well, I just moved on to the Mid Prairie Centerville oh, game. Sorry, um, you were busy looking at something else. I yeah, know. I was, I we're trying to look up Central East. Mid Prairie, who they're playing? Mid Prairie's traveling to Centerville. Both teams are four and two. It's a big district match. Um, I think both teams are fairly locked into a playoff spot. This is going to be a game to see who gets the higher seat. So it has major, uh, major implications that way. Well, uh, uh, Centerville, I remember coming into uh, 
Mid Prairie last week was the game was at Mid Prairie. Uh, Centerville was all hyped up to be the big big thing, and uh, Mid Prairie had them pretty easy. Um, I'll go with Mid Prairie. I'm inclined to agree with you. I think the Golden Hawks have uh, more more depth, and uh, their resume looks a little better to me uh, overall. Which you know, at this point of the season, you can kind of throw some of that stuff out, but uh, they are on the road. So that'll, that'll be a, a, a boon for Centerville. But I'm going to stick with the Golden Hawks in this one. I think they'll have a little too much for Centerville. Okay. We're moving on to 3A now, and uh, it's getting uh, down to the nitty-gritty for Fairfield. Man, that's uh, that's kind of our darlings in 3A. They're kind of uh, – I wouldn't call them a Cinderella, but I, I didn't have them finishing this high in the district uh, that it looks like that they're going to. And uh, I think uh, with the early season losses that were close, that we, we were wavering on how, how good their season was going to turn out. But they're sitting at 4-2 and two right now. They have a home game against district leader Solon, who's also 4-2 and two, Friday night. That is just maybe the biggest game Fairfield's hosted in I couldn't tell you how many years. Who do you think is going to come out of this one? Well, I'm going to talk to Fairfield's coach about 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, well, I, I think Solon's going to win. I guess. I mean, uh, Fairfield's defense has kept him in all these games. Uh, Solon maybe uh, uh, hasn't faced a, uh, many defenses this tough, but uh, I, I'm thinking, didn't Solon, like one of their losses is against Williamsburg or somebody. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think Solon can win this. What do you think? I think they can too. Uh, you know, obviously I picked them to finish and run. I honestly, picked them to run away with this district and that still is a good possibility the two losses were non-district one to uh their rival mount vernon up on highway one um that seems to have catapulted mount vernon into some other planet when it comes to uh what they've been doing to teams lately but uh that was a close game williamsburg dropped solon i mean it wasn't close and that kind of made me take another look at how highly i personally had rated solon in this district um, I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to go way out on a limb here. I, I've been doing it every week. I'm going to give it a brick house barbell upset of the week. I'm going to say Fairfield finds some things on offense. I'm going to say their defense stands tall and they eke out a victory at home. And like I said, probably the biggest game that they've hosted in a good many years. Fairfield is my new district leader after Friday night. Holy cow. That is an upset. I don't have any coffee. I'm drinking diet news this morning. I may be uh, out of my mind right now, but I'm going with Fairfield. Well, I haven't had any coffee, and I'm, I'm short a little bit on my meds. But uh, uh, well, I'm the crazy one today. <laughs> that's 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 uh, that's a tall that's a tall prediction. Uh, good luck with that, man. The three A that district things get crazy. Everybody's and, uh, so equal. There's just, if you want to see yeah. a district with parity, that's it. I've seen crazier things happen so uh, over the years. Um, this one would be up there, though, for sure. So I hope the Trojans can get it done. We'll see what happens. Washington and Keokuk, I think both are still clinging to life in the district for a playoff spot. They're both sitting at two and four. I think the winner of this game has a, a shot at playoffs, uh, but somebody's got to get something going between these two teams. Demons traveling to Keokuk to face the Chiefs. Who do you got in this one? It's pretty even. You know, the Chiefs, they, their defense plays good enough to win every week. 
but their offense has been stale and disappointing me. Uh, um, they're home. I'll, I'll go with Keokuk at home. I'm going to give them the home field advantage too, um, and I think that's really the only the only difference in the game. I feel like we got two teams that are looking in a mirror. You know, uh, I mean, if Washington was at home, I'd pick them. Yeah, I, I think I would. I think too. that's how close this game is going to be. You know. It's a pretty good long road trip. I think Washington has been dealing with a little bit of injury bug. They're, they've got the same deal. They've got a tough defense that just ends up on the field too much. Um, their offense has sputtered for some weeks now. You could say the same thing for them. But I'm going to, so I guess, you know, in an even match game like this, I'll go with the home field advantage and pick the Chiefs. So all we can do, I might be able to get a, a, a guy from Keokuk Radio to come on the show. I'm hoping. We're negotiating. Yeah, that would be all right. Um, dipping down into the, I mean, the real southeast corner of the state there. Mm-hmm. That brings us to the big, the big luster game of 4A in the area. Fort Madison, 6-0, and getting some love in the state polls, traveling to a high-powered Iowa City Liberty, who is 5-1, probably should be 6-0 and as well, but it is what it is. They dropped a close one earlier in the season. Who do you think is going to come out of this one? Well, uh, our good friend uh, Graham Beckman is going to go up against a, 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 maybe a little stiffer defense than he's seen. Uh, but I'm going to go with him at home. I think uh, I think they can get this done. Uh, but we shall see. Um, maybe he doesn't have put up as as, as many points as he normally does. And uh, but the, I, I, I'm impressed with Liberty's defense too. I think they're they're they they're, they're a tough defense. And uh, Fort Madison's had some success here and there. But uh, uh, this is a tall order for them. But what do you think? I can't disagree with anything you said there. Uh, if Fort Madison's line can get some pressure on Graham, which but we saw Iowa City High do that, you know, up at Kinnick, and he sidestepped and stepped up and and hit his receivers and did what he had to do anyway, and they put up a lot of points. Um, your, their defense is pretty stout, but they're prone to giving up the big play. And Fort Madison does have a couple of kids that uh, can give them big plays. So I think Fort Madison's got the potential to put some points on the board. They do have a stiff defense. On the on the downside for Fort Madison, I don't think they've seen anyone close to this level uh, of talent that they're going to see up there this year. And I hope that's not a shock factor for them coming into this. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Before they get their feet under them, they're buried or, or something like that. They, they uh, don't know how to grind out wins. I mean, they've been grinding out wins all year long uh, against uh, every level of competition that they've played so far. That's but, true. They found a way. But uh, uh, let's go back and talk about Liberty's offensive line. Uh, uh, according to Fort Madison's coach, they're pretty stout too. And I, I thought they were pretty stout. They had a bunch of big boys there and they – and even if they do make a mistake and somebody does get in the backfield, it's it's not going to rattle uh, Graham Beckman in any way, shape, or form. You know that's a fact. Um, Go. So Fort Madison, you know they uh, they have pulled games out with their great defense. They've had some games where they exploded on offense. Um, I don't know. I'm going to go with Iowa City Liberty at home. But I agree with uh, what you and Coach were saying about the, the line. They do remind me of the West Delaware line from a, a couple of years ago. That was just they were behemoths, and they weren't just they weren't just big, but they were very talented. And 
So as good as Fort Madison's line is, they're going to have to perform the best they've ever performed. They're big and athletic too. I just don't know that they've, they've uh, lined up against anybody like what uh, the Lightning are going to have waiting well, for them. Well, if that last segment sounded a little disjointed, uh, we ran out of tape and I was uh, I, I didn't catch it. So I don't know how much we talked without being recorded, but <laughs> well, I hope we recovered the, gracefully. The gist of it is we both pick Liberty, but there is a path. There's more than one path to victory for Fort Madison here. Um, so it's going to be real interesting to see how this one plays out. And I hope no matter what, I hope Fort Madison really uh, puts up a, a good fight. You know? well, I, I, well, I'm really interested to see how Fort Madison's defense handles this. You know, Me too. Uh, Me too. Because if, if Fort Madison is going to go into the playoffs and get anywhere, you know, uh, uh, they're going to, you know, this, this game will prep them real good for it. It sure will. And, and uh, you know, no matter how it turns out, if they go up there, even in a loss, if they if they make a good showing, that'll turn a lot of heads. That'll be good for them uh, because, you know, Liberty is so highly thought of throughout the state and for good reason. So, uh, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I think, uh, you know, for the for Fort Madison, the playoffs start now. They got to get one of these last three games. And it is, you know, it is the toughest uh, stretch that they've had all season coming up here. That brings us to uh, the last of the big schools of Southeast Iowa, Atomwa, three and three, hosting the three and three Linmar Lions. Um, I'd like to think that Atomwa can get that fourth win against a team that's got an identical record. And uh, I had so before I let you make your pick, I have to bring this out. There's a really good Cedar Rapids Washington team that uh, beat Clear Creek and Mana a week ago. Recently. Uh, Mid-September, Linmar beat that Cedar Rapids Washington team 30-12, to 12, and that kind of made me think that they will be too much for Ottumwa. So I'm going to go with Linmar on the road in Ottumwa. Um, so you you make your pick based off of that tidbit. <laughs> well, I, I thought Ottumwa played really great last week, and they're also on a roll, you know, and they're yeah. at home, and uh, uh, what's the worst thing's going to happen? Scotty, you get one up on me? I'm going to go with Ottumwa. All right. Picking the upset. I don't think it'd be a huge upset, but a little bit. Um, it might go, get into the bar barbell category, but uh, you know, yeah, I would put it in there uh, <laughs> if it happens. Might might, might, might be double celebrating there at the gym. Like, yeah, that'd be that'd be all right with me. Uh, the Bulldogs, you know, you and I talked at the beginning of the season when we did our preview about them. Said there was a path for them to uh, finish with four, maybe five wins. If they get this game, I, I could see them getting six wins. And how crazy would that be? I, I can't remember who their last two opponents are, but I feel like they have uh, the toughest part of their schedule behind them, um, with the exception of maybe this game Friday. But so if they if they turn heads and win this game, you know, we could see a, a Bulldog team in the playoffs. And that would be pretty sweet. You know, uh, 5A doesn't even depend on division records, really. You get this RPM right. thing, so... Those non-conference wins actually mean something for them. Yep. Yep. Every victory matters, and uh, it, it's. I think it's an outside shot, but I think they've got a shot at playoffs. Uh, yeah, but they, they definitely need to get this game Friday and probably win out. Well, they've already got a shot, or even had a good season. You know, uh, might step up to a, a great season if they can win a game or two. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, they, they've. Uh, I don't know if I'd say they've exceeded expectations yet, but they've, they've darn near done it already, and they've still got uh, three games left. I think they're a good team. No, I, I, I do. do. 
I think they're, they're they've got three impressive wins and uh, uh, they've played well and uh, uh, even got a great big win in in five uh, A uh, district. So yeah, yeah, they've uh, you know, and it, there's a few of them. We talked about it many times. They just uh, you know playing five A is kind of rough on some of these these uh, towns around here, but uh, that's that's the way it's set up. Okay, outside of that, I got uh, I got the list of our area teams. Um, these aren't games I felt like we needed to spend time picking. You got Lisbon at Highland. Uh, the Wise and Muscatine going to Wilton. Yeah. Uh, Carmel, Christian. Who, who, uh, who's playing Pella Christian? What's that? Who's playing Pella Christian? Cardinal. No. Yeah, it's going to be a rough one, I think. Yeah. Uh, Davis County going to Williamsburg. Oh, my gosh. Um, West Burlington Notre Dame going to Grinnell. If if West Burlington Notre Dame wasn't dealing with more bodies being on the sidelines, I think maybe this would have been worthy of a, of a beat the round guy. But uh, I think they're going to struggle up there. Well, it's not going to be easy for them. No, um, Burlington's going to Mount Pleasant. Um, I don't think that's going to be close. And uh, one that in the past I would have thrown in beat the round guy without hesitation. And kind of shocking when you hear the names of these schools that it's not really worthy. Pella, who is winless, at Oskaloosa, who is struggling mightily. So that's uh, kind of. Well, I think we can pick that one. I'm going to pick Oskaloosa. I've been waiting to pick Oskaloosa. Yep, I'll go with Oski as well because, uh, you know, Pella's just, they've fallen on hard times. And it's, it's strange to see it because they won, what, three or four state championships in a row fairly recently. Uh, so I think anybody that beats them this year, even though they're not at their typical level, uh, I think it's a feather in your cap, you know, because they're they're such a, a highly uh, thought of program in the state of Iowa. Well, I saw a round guy up at the Sec Taylor Stadium up there walking up and down the stairs and up and down the stairs. He did all day and all night. So if he has to, he'll get in his walker and go out there and, and they can hand the ball to him. Uh, yeah. Because I know uh, he wants Oscluse to get this win. <laughs> I, you know, like I said, because of what Pella's done to teams over the years, <laughs> you know, even though it's a, a new batch of kids and they're not uh, having the typical success that the Dutch have, uh, everybody that's beating them is probably just really loving it. And, uh, you know, so I'm sure Oskaloosa is going to be no different if they get the win. Uh, I will say Pella's been competitive in a lot of the games that they've lost. So, you know, this is no gimme. And I'm sure they're, uh, you know, just – licking their chops wanting to get their first victory. Going winless is, is not fun. Oscaloosa, they're, they're going to want this one bad, I'm sure. This will get their, so. this will get their season season kind of uh, straightened out here at the end, I'm feeling. Yeah, um, and I forget who they play going forward after this one. Uh, boy, I, that district's always hard for me to remember. I know Newton's very good, but they've got they've got a Cedar Rapids Xavier team that they got to face yet. Um, that's going to be rough. Well, we don't have to get all the details. We got to get you to work one of these days on time. Uh, yeah, I suppose that'd be all right. You got you got anything else, or was that it? That's the end of the list for beat the round guy. Um, I'll be at uh, Waco. Sounds like we've got some extra folks coming. Uh, we'll probably have some extra folks coming to uh, Columbus next week. So we got a couple exciting uh, final two weeks of the small school season. We still got three weeks of the uh, the bigger schools uh, regular season. And then it's playoffs, buddy. Yeah, it's uh, 
it's going to be a, an exciting Friday night, I'm telling you. And uh, we will be uh, separating the men from the boys here because uh, uh, this is one of your last chances for the playoff positioning. You better get out there and thump some heads and put some W's up on the board if you want to keep playing. That's a fact. It's uh, it's it's go time, especially if you're clinging to a spot or if you're wanting if your season's going really well and you're wanting to make your path the, the easiest you can possibly make it. Uh, now's the time. All right. Well, we're going to try this new wrap wrap around show. Uh, little uh, call ins from a bunch of different people for short interviews. I'll put together, you know, uh, to try to get to try to get a little game day uh, action out, but we will have game day with uh, Hunter Moeller. And uh, like I say, I got, uh, I got Linville Sully this morning. I got uh, Fairfield this morning and I got Central Lee this afternoon. So stick around. We got some good programming for you, but this week's beat the round guy is in the books. Uh, and if you're wondering who's, uh, who's on top, uh, I don't think we've kept score. So uh, <laughs> we, we haven't, maybe we'll uh, work on that next season. <laughs> all right. I just remember the ones I win. I'm like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Those. <laughs> all right. We'll talk well, to you later. Thanks for listening. We're on Patreon. Get you a coffee cup now. See you later.